Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. Hi, how are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday. Isaac, how art thou, my man? What's up, Doc, man? I am well and I am blessed uh, enjoying this beautiful day. Uh, sunny South Florida, about 70 degrees. Man, this is definitely the day that the Lord has made. I'm rejoicing and I'm glad. This is the day the Lord had on sing, man. But anyway, the Rams need to be trying to sing. Hey, Isaac, big game for us this us this weekend, man. This Sunday, hey, we uh we were off last Sunday, last weekend had a bye. We needed the bye because we coming up two straight ass whippers, man. But now we had to to face them boys, them Packers, them Packers of Green Bay. They're coming off as a loss as well, and. Really, you know, we got to worry about what we got going on first. But look, we've had a couple of weeks to get prepared, trying to break this two-game losing streak. Now we go to face the Green Bay Packers and that dude Aaron Rodgers, man, arguably the best quarterback in the NFL. How you feeling about this matchup, bro? Well, we got two of the best players going head-to-head this uh, this Sunday in Green Bay, Wisconsin, Aaron uh, Donald and Aaron Rodgers. So, man, I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a great matchup, Doc. Um, I felt like, uh, you know, we needed these this week off. I think it was in the perfect place for just to have a bye week and uh, really kind of, uh, you know, reset. Uh, reset, take a, uh, another look at the goals that were set before the season and get the guys charged up again, Doc. It's a long grinding season. We know it to be a marathon. It has roller coaster rides in it. Right now, we're, we're kind of rolling towards the bottom. Uh, of that roller coaster and this is a perfect week a perfect component and a perfect game to get back on track I mean you as you see the seedings right now as things start to play out as far as you know the number one seeds or or where where teams are placing Arizona being at the top and we're in the wild card race right now this is a perfect matchup because if there's any time that you want to have to play in Green Bay during the season It'll, 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 it'll be this game in the regular season, not the postseason. Uh, it's, a, it's a great mystique up in Lambeau Field. Things happen, and uh, we're playing against some great players. And I feel like uh, the Rams coming back into this game. We'll come back healthier, and guys will be ready to get after it. And this is the perfect game that we – why we pick when you go out and go – you go out and grab a Matthew Stafford for games like this when you're not playing in sunny, sunny uh, Southern California. But when you're playing on the road where – 
you know, the precipitation could be a factor in the game and he's played in games like this. So um, I think we gain from that standpoint, having him on board and hopefully we, these guys come out refreshed and ready to play uh, winning football. Talking about Matthew Stafford, he's been playing well the majority of the season, but just these past couple of weeks, Isaac, I think he got like four interceptions, man, in the last couple of games. And, you know, I don't want to say he'd been struggling, but he hadn't been, you know, he, he, he'd been all right. He ain't been playing extremely well, and it's one of those, uh, you know, some Detroit Lion fans are like to say, well, this is what Matthew Stafford does, which they need to be quiet because they hadn't won a game yet. They still sorry. But anyway, man, we need Matthew Stafford to step up, but not only him, just the whole team uh, uh, in general, because when you look at how we played the last couple of weeks, man, it's like a team thing. It ain't like you point at one position and say it's your fault or one player is your fault. These last couple of weeks, we've been out physical. When we lost to Arizona, they just kind of outplayed us. But we've been pushed around and out physical these last couple of games. That's a mentality, man. And hopefully, you know, that mentality has switched in two weeks. But I know sometimes that's kind of hard to do. What do you think we need to do, the Rams need to do, man, to turn up their physicality and, and, and play more? big boy grown man football because Green Bay is Green Bay. You know, they're going to come out and try to punk us uh, just like the last last two teams had. Well, let, let's be real, Doc. Uh, what we're talking about is the offense and the offensive line. Uh, that play, that that's that's really been the big sore thumb that's been sticking out these last two weeks, how, how we've been physically manhandled by opposing defenses. Tennessee, and this last game that we played, I mean, they just came out and they just smacked us around, just like you said, up in San Francisco. So I think one of the most humbling things that you could ever do as a professional, as a professional athlete, is be held accountable in front of your teammates. So with this week off, hopefully we all got together as a unit, an offensive unit, and watched these last two films together, Doc. I mean, that's, I mean, if, 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 the head coach, Sean McVay, who happens to also be the offensive coordinator, gathers everybody in together and you're sitting amongst your peers and we're watching game tape where everyone's being coached. I come from that type era, that type coaching doc where, where no, nothing and no one was out of bounds when it came to correction and chastisement and getting guys to play to their potential and possibly that next level. So just having everyone in the meeting room with your little, with your little pen, your little, your little red pen that you point out, and everyone gets coached. That's a humbling atmosphere to be a part of, Doc. And hopefully, that's what's been done. And when you, and normally, normally when you do that to professional athletes, the next opportunity they come out, you won't see the same. But you'll see better. You see guys coming out to making the concerted effort to play well and get up and down the field and play the style of football that got us the seven, uh, seven wins. Now, you said something key, man. You, you, you're from the era, and I'm from the era as well, man. But players do, do get coached up. Players do get on other players' asses, man. That's why in relationships have to be important, man, to be close with you. Uh, you ain't even really got to be close and best friends, especially when you're playing professional football, but you got to have a healthy respect for your teammates so he can get on your ass if you're getting blasted, you're getting placed, you know what I'm saying, somebody just punking you and move, moving you around the place. Y'all have to have a healthy professional uh, relationship. You have to respect that other person, man, to where they can get on you and punt on you and even crack on you 
you know, even if you got to laugh about it, the crack on you to be like, look, bro, you got to do better than that. So hopefully, just like you say, we are in a position, they're in a position where they can take their criticism and be coached up and uh, and face this Green Bay team. Now, we're facing a Green Bay team that's they're pretty good. I mean, they're pretty good because they got that dude in Aaron Rodgers. But, you know, they talk about he, him having a, 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 a sore toe, a hurt toe. So that's something. We got to look at, but the thing about his, that's his toe. He can run, but he doesn't need to run because his arm is one of the most accurate and deadly arms in the league. So we could talk about his toe, but Aaron Rodgers, just a different kind of player, man, which causes, and he causes different kind of problems. Well, and we can, we can safely say that Aaron Rodgers has what we call athletic arrogance. I mean, he has that in his ability to play. It starts in between his ears. He just believes that he's going to make plays and make plays for his team. He believes that he's the best player in the league, as he should. So it poses a great challenge for us, Doc, defensively. And, and, and we talked about the offense earlier. Let's be real about this defense. The last couple of weeks, the defense has been stellar. We've been playing well. We've been getting after opposing quarterbacks. The Leonard Floors of the world is, is, is adding pass rush to the opposing quarterbacks, getting guys on the ground. And with the addition of Von Miller, that's, a, that's another two weeks he's been in this system. They're playing around one of the greatest defensive players that's ever played in this league and Aaron Donald. And on the back end, Jalen Rose has been playing stellar. So um, it's going to be it's going to be an opposing uh, game this weekend. I think that that will be a great matchup. But Aaron Aaron Rodgers, one of the best to ever play. I mean, when you talk about uh, the quarterback position play of all time greatness, his name will be mentioned in it. And any receiver would love to play with him. And he being connected with uh the receiver Adams man I mean these guys are these guys are formidable so we're going to make sure that we can keep these guys corralled the off script plays we got to try to limit them um it, it, you know it seems strange to say uh you know we want to kind of force Aaron Rodgers to stay in the pocket but you know with his toe situation you know his off script plays are, are what what really what really makes him that next level quarterback that we've seen for so many years Big facts, man. Now, you talk about Jalen Ramsey, of course. You know, he's still considered one of the best, if not the best receiver in the NFL. Uh, but, yeah, he got a situation. Cornerback. cornerback, yeah, cornerback. We got a situation, man. You know what I'm saying? Devontae Adams is cold, bro. I mean, as yep. well as Jalen Ramsey plays, man, Devontae Adams is a very, very good receiver. Now, when we played – when we played – when the Rams matched up with the Packers in last year's playoffs, which we lost, you know, and we know why we – you know, one of the reasons we lost, Aaron Donald was hurting, you know, we had some problems, quarterback. But anyway, you know, in that game, I think Devontae had like nine catches and before almost a, uh, about 70 yards and a touchdown. But Devontae Adams, man, is a great receiver. Now, you being a receiver watching Devontae Adams and you know what Jalen Ramsey brings to the table. Why is Devontae so good, man? I know he's big, he's strong, he got great hands, he runs routes and he's fast. And he got that dog in him. But what do you see from Devontae what makes him such an elite receiver in the game? Because he is elite. Well, sometimes we 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 switch up and substitute that word dog for confidence. So he has that, Doc. He's a he's a six-two football player or six-two wide receiver. And he has great confidence. He has the ability to get open. He can run. And, and, and he's in tune with his quarterback, Doc. If you ever play wide receiver at any position, you love to be in tune with your quarterback. I think they're on the same page. They have been for the last couple of years. And 
he, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers has the ability to look safeties off and, and create matchups and create one-on-one situations for Devontae Adams to get open. And he does just that, man. And uh, he's explosive. He, he does it all. But the other guys around him are starting to come around as well. I think that it'll be a big challenge overall for our defense to stop this passing attack. One thing that I'll say that we, we may have gotten an advantage of, and it took place last week, they, they lost their left tackle, which was backing up their normal starting left tackle to an ACL tear. So, tear. so I'm not sure who they're replacing that guy with, but he's probably going to be the third left tackle in that position trying to protect Aaron Rodgers' blind side, going against a now healthy Von Miller. So it, it's going to be interesting to see, Doc. I think, I think on paper, it looks like we can really get after Aaron Rodgers and force him to do some stuff that he doesn't want to do. Big fact. Now, we can talk about Devontae Adams and uh, Aaron Rodgers and a nice little hookup. But, hey, man, Devontae, you want, you know, uh, an elite receiver. But they got to deal with our receivers as well. Specifically, well, unfortunately, we, you know, we're not going to have Robert Woods. We know he tore his ACL, so he's out. But still, we still got statistically the best receiver. Well, he was. We were off last week. You know, Cooper Cup putting in, putting in work. So I expect Cooper to be able to do some things against that Green Bay Packers secondary because watching them reading about them they defense been all right but i do see and watching them as i said and and, and looking up some things they've been having a, a a hard time tackling at times and that's the wrong damn thing you want to do when you're facing a team like the los angeles rams and with the receiver like cooper cup so the packers defensive secondary they have to look out as well because we got cooper Losing Robert Woods, as I said, is never an easy thing, man. We can't, you know, replace him. We can sub him in, and we're subbing him in with Odell Beckham Jr. So we know about Cooper Cup. Now, Odell Beckham Jr., when he played, he was just getting here. So now he has at least a couple of weeks to get, get into some plays, learn the playbook a little bit better. He's not going to know the entire playbook, but Sean McVay says he expects Odell Beckham Jr. to be more of a factor this Sunday, and I do as well because – as I said, he's more comfortable and he knows more plays, so you can have him out on the field even more, uh, doing a lot more things, Isaac. So uh, Cooper Cup, OBJ, despite the fact that we're losing Robert Woods, our receiving core, as far as what you see in concern, still one of the best in the league. Oh, definitely, Doc. And, and, and games like this, this is where you need your, your Cooper Cups. This is where you need your Odell Beckham Juniors and, and guys who have who are uh, who who should be more comfortable with these these two seasons these two weeks having passed, getting him up to speed on what the Rams like to do offensively. I, I feel like OBJ should make a lot of noise this weekend. But I think Cooper Cup he, he and his matchup this weekend should be should be you know spotlighted from the standpoint of you know he's a slot receiver. He's the guy that keeps the chains moving. Uh, he's the he's the key guy on third downs. And hopefully we can and hopefully we can get him the ball. Uh, maybe nine to 10 times or nine to 10 targets this week to keep those chains moving. Because, um, you know, like, like we mentioned earlier with the precipitation uh, possibilities, he's the guy where you don't have to really throw the ball as far downfield to get the ball into his hands. And he's great after the catch. So maybe, maybe that's what we'll see mostly this weekend. But as a whole, the receiver group as a whole, I'm looking forward to seeing a more comfortable OBJ this weekend, having, uh, had this extra week to prepare to be in the fold and learn what Sean McVay likes to do and, and, and what we can do, how we can use his talents, how we can use his skills uh, to benefit this offense. 
Yeah, and Cooper Cup, I was talking about still up there. Statistically, yeah, he still got the most yards, 1,141 yards, man, receiving the next second one is still Debo Samuel and Devontae Adams right there with 979. And you made a great point talking about with the uh, the precipitation possibilities. Normally, normally when, you know, you think it's going to rain or snow or be cold or something like that, you'd be like, we, we can't really throw the ball that much. But the point you made is great. The Rams and Stafford don't have to throw the ball down the field because a lot of times when you get the ball to Cooper on these little five, six, seven, eight-yard curl routes, little five, seven, eight-yard uh, out routes, that's almost just like an extended handoff as well. But even with that, we still need Darren Henderson to play well. And he's shown that he can do it if the offensive line can, can control the opposing team's defensive line. So looking at all these factors, man, I just think it's a great matchup and it's a great way for us to see exactly where we are because you look at the NFC standings, that's still a whole bunch of teams that are vying to be the one seed. You know, we're, we're, we've lost our last two games, but we're still seven and three. The Cardinals were nine and two. I think I was watching yesterday. We they had the Rams still like in the fifth seed in the NFC playoffs. So still there, but everybody's still around, man. Tampa Bay is up there. That's seven and three. Green Bay is eight and three. Dallas Cowboys, they lost. Uh, they're seven and four. So uh everybody's still in that group together. So we gotta win this game. But if we don't win this game, we don't fall back too far. But this is a dub we 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 need to have because we can't lose three straight, bro. Oh, indeed, man. I mean, you look at the NFC, there's no clear-cut favorite of who's the best team in this league. I know records are what they are. Arizona is sitting there right now. Um, we're playing the opponent, the only uh, one of the only teams that's that's beaten uh, the Arizona Cardinals this year. And, you know, let's just, let's just say they did it on the road. So um, the NFC itself, man, there's it's a lot of teams in there. I mean, you can be beaten any week. Um, I think uh, as it is right now, home field advantage really isn't the home field advantage that we've known or, or come accustomed to. I think these teams, these quarter led by these quarterbacks can go in and, and win football games. So it's kind of jungled up, which is good for the league. I mean, because you never know who, who the team's going to be. And everybody has an opportunity right now, Doc. So um, only that number one seed gets the bye week and. You, you, who knows if that's even good, Doc? So, because you're not, if you're not coming into the playoffs on a roll and having played the week before, sometimes that that kind of stalls your offense. So, uh, I think the Rams are in a great position right now just to go out, be able to play this game, win this game this weekend, and really be able to control your own destiny, if you can say that, you know, on a from a professional standpoint, and being where you need to be to set yourself up to be seated. Uh, in this uh, this this kind of crazy a NFC. And the good thing about it, man, as you said, we do have Matthew Stafford. He played for years in Detroit. So he he played the Packers twice every, you know, every year anyway. So he's very, very familiar with them and know what they got. But with film and stuff, you you familiar anyway. But before we move on and get up out of here, man, uh, uh, I got a bro. Detroit, sorry to mother, man, dog, bro. Jared, hey, look, man, I'm, Jared, I know you gone, and I'm just saying it, man. I, hey, look, you done lost all – any confidence that you had, you left that back in L.A., man, because you ain't got it at all. But Detroit is 0-10 and 1, and they lost – they're the only team they won a damn game, man. Dan Campbell, man, you – you. but we have some Rams in the Detroit front office, man. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully – because this guy, Big Ray, Mr. Agnew is one of them, right? So I know we want them to be successful. But, boy, this is a year for them, Isaac. Woo! Hey, you got their work cut out for them, man. They, they, hey, they're there for a reason. Let's just say that. They're there for a reason. They got to 
go out and build that team, man, inside out. I mean, they started they started pretty good with the uh, left tackle out of Oregon, and uh, they got to build around that, man. But um, I don't think they should be getting much airtime on this show today, man. This <laughs> this this is about football this week. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, man, I know it. And what they're playing is not there, but I'm just saying, man, Jared Goff, I was just looking at him, just shaking my head like, bro, I don't even know if you're an NFL quarterback anymore. Definitely not a starter. But before we wrap it up and get out of here, man, big news, man. We know how, we know what's been going on with the city of St. Louis and uh, Rams on the stand, Kroenke in the NFL. It looked like they finally settled this lawsuit uh, uh, with the Rams relocating from St. Louis to L.A. The Rams owner, Stan Kroenke, and the NFL, they was getting sued for a billion. It looks like this settlement is $790 million to be paid by the league, which is the NFL owners and Stan Kroenke. St. Louis getting some, you know, getting some kind of compensation with the Rams leaving and hurting that city like they hurt them. But $790 million, bro, whew, Isaac. I mean, you have love. I know you love St. Louis and you love L.A. as well. You love the Rams organization. Any thoughts? You know, I'm pretty sure you have some thoughts, but I'm pretty sure you kind of glad that this situation seems to be rectified and both parties can, you know, move on and hopefully hold hands and St. Louis Rams fans become Los Angeles Rams fans. Well, you know what, Doc, I think that, um, you know, I think this gives some closure to some people probably not everyone. I mean, I mean, I just, I just think the hurt for some people just, it'll just be too deep and it'll take more than money to remove it. Um, I, I felt like St. Louis was in a position, you know, with this lawsuit really to kind of, you know, they probably could have parlayed it into a franchise. I mean, and have their own, their own team and uh, it kind of forced the NFL to do some stuff that they probably didn't want to do. But um, hopefully with the, with the award settlement doc, uh, the leadership in St. Louis can can really allocate those resources to where they need to be, um, you know, and really just uh, allow the people to uh, be affected by by the award money. But, um, you know, I would have loved to see St. Louis get another franchise via this lawsuit. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of glad it's over. And, and like I say, if there's some people out there that can have some closure from this settlement, this settlement money. I'm, I'm very pleased that they were able to get it, get it done. And uh, now they can just go back to kind of living, living life. Uh, the Rams can go back to really focusing on building what they have uh, in Los Angeles and hopefully build that fan base to what they want it to be and uh, enjoy the stadium and enjoy the team now. Big facts. Anything else you want to add before we get up out of here? Isaac. That's it, man. We got to get after Aaron Rodgers this week, man. I think, uh, you know, um, just coming into this game, uh, being able to, uh, move him off his spot, uh, uh, penetrate up the up 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 the up the A gap and the B gap, and making sure that we put a lot of pressure on this new left tackle, whoever this guy may be, who's going to be in the game this week, and and really force him to be uncomfortable all game long because I think that's where we win this game. Now Green Bay got to remind y'all now Aaron Donald was hurt in playoffs last year now y'all got us but he was hurt he went out there tried to play but he was hurt. He ain't hurt now. Not only is he not hurt, he pissed off. He pissed off because we lost two games in a row. So, Packers, just want y'all to know that. Aaron Rodgers, you good, but Aaron Donald's a monster. But that's going to do it for another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. Until next week, we out.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.